0: This is my leak and this is my podcast. Last week on Instagram, I said that I believe you can have whatever you want in this life. And I got a good amount of feedback and responses asking why I believe this and some questions about how someone could also live with this belief. If you missed it, this is what I said. I'm going to say something that may sound hokey to you, but I believe that you can have whatever you want in this life. I'm not just saying that. I think a lot of times we view hurdles as barriers, but maybe you don't have the strength. Maybe you don't have the training. Maybe you don't know that you can go around the hurdle. But I think a lot of times we get to a hurdle in life and we treat it like it's a barrier. Maybe you need more training, more education. You need to learn more about it. You need more relationships. Maybe you need to just flat out walk around it. Maybe people won't disqualify you for doing that. But you can have what you want in this life. And the hurdles, they're not barriers. The inspiration for even turning my phone on and saying this was someone telling me they were giving up on something they wanted because it was hard. That got me thinking about people who will quit something because it requires training, resources, greater understanding, or time. We'll want something, and if we don't get it exactly the way we imagined it, we say things like, it's not for me. I was one of those people. I believed that romantic relationships were not for me. Family's not for me. Working in certain environments weren't for me. I'd given up on many things in my life because I did not know how to have them. We need to know how to have the things we want. I felt the need to say this idea was hokey because we have often heard you can have everything you want in life. Zig Ziglar said, you can have everything in life you want if you will just help other people get what they want. Betty Friedan said, you can have it all, just not all at the same time. And similarly, Madeleine Albright took that same quote and says, I do think women can have it all but not all at the same time. Our life comes in segments and we have to understand that we can have it all if we're not trying to do it all at once. I want to destroy the magical package known as having it all because most of us have a similar idea of what that looks like. Some of us For some of us, that's marriage, kids, home, money, and a successful career. For others, it's a drama-free life with everything working in harmony simultaneously. So I know when I say you can have it all, that sort of magical package can be hokey. And I feel like I'm playing into an idea that I don't necessarily believe in. I do, but I don't. And I'm going to tell you why. So let me kind of go through this whole thing. I want to talk about hurdles versus barriers. We're just going to break this whole thing down. A hurdle is an obstacle or difficulty. A barrier is an obstacle that prevents or blocks movement from one place to another. So often we confuse the two. Something being difficult is not a sign that we are entirely blocked from having it. Something is complex and it seems like we'll never be able to overcome it, but it is still possible. It may require us to build more strength in the area. We may need more training or knowledge or better relationships as tools to get over these hurdles. I have faced many obstacles in both my professional and personal life. I have desired things that were not easy to obtain, and the most challenging part of achieving my goals has been to stop criticizing myself for not knowing everything. I used to constantly tell myself, I should know how to do this, which made it harder for me to learn and grow. I realized that accepting that I lacked specific skills or resources was the key to achieving many of my goals. By seeking guidance from trusted sources and asking the right questions, I was able to find and work with professionals and experts who helped me overcome many of life's challenges. I never thought owning a home was possible for me. It seemed like an unattainable goal. However, I decided to turn this barrier into a hurdle by speaking with people in the real estate industry and being honest about my situation and desires. If you're interested, I realized there are many ways to achieve home and home ownership. If you haven't listened to episode 140, it's called I think it's a Girl's Guide to Owning a Home. Um, I highly recommend it as a helpful tool. that's episode 140. Little by little, I worked on myself and I made this dream a reality, challenging, but not impossible. So now that we know that some of the things we want in life will be challenging, how can we improve our mindset around facing challenges? How can we view hurdles as opportunities for growth versus giving up altogether? Here are some things that have worked for me that I'll share with you. As always, only take what you need. First thing, acceptance. I have talked about this a lot this year. Accepting the fact that something is hard is necessary. This doesn't mean I've given up. I am acknowledging that this is going to require more than I currently have at the moment. More tools, more resources, more strength, whatever it is. I don't have all that I need in this moment and I have to accept that. The next thing that has been helpful has been reframe. Reframing, we've heard it a bit around the internet. I'm not sure if you have or not, but like, I love, you know, people say, oh, I love that reframe. I might say, what's a more helpful thought about this situation instead of the negative one I just said? What would be more helpful to say right now? And if I'm talking to someone about it, or if I'm having some self-talk, I may interrupt myself and ask. If what I'm saying is helpful, is that helpful? Is that helpful for you? Next thing, self-awareness. Self-awareness is defined as conscious knowledge of one's own character, feelings, motives, and desires. Um, Two psychologists, Shelley Duvall and Robert Wicklin have given it this definition that I like and I want to share. Self-awareness is the ability to focus on yourself and how your actions, thoughts, or emotions do or don't align with your internal standards. If you are highly self-aware, you can objectively evaluate yourself, manage your emotions, align your behavior with your values, and understand how others perceive you. Highly self-aware people can interpret their actions, feelings, and thoughts objectively. It's a rare skill as many of us spiral into emotion driven interpretations of our circumstances. So, I want to sit with that and repeat that. This is a rare skill, it's an important skill. Uh, I did a panel with therapist Nedra Tawab, who is amazing. And I interviewed her here in Atlanta, and she gave such a lovely talk about self-awareness that I wish I could repeat word for word, but I can't. And maybe I'll have her talk about it on the podcast someday, but it is a rare skill and something that we should focus on. Um, And so that sentence says, you know, many of us spiral into emotion driven interpretations of our circumstances And if we have self-awareness, it will allow us to assess our growth and effectiveness and change course when necessary. This is a rare skill, an important skill that will help you have everything you want in this life. So something else that has been helpful for me has been support. This could be a therapist, a coach, or a support group. I cannot sing the praises of support groups enough. There is a support group for just about everything, whether meeting online or in person. The benefits of support groups are vast and can include you feeling less lonely, less isolated, less judged, reducing your stress, depression, anxiety, or fatigue. It makes room for talking openly and honestly about your feelings. Sometimes you can't do that within your family. Sometimes you can't do that at work. Sometimes you can't even do that at home with a spouse or partner. Not for real, for real, you know, because there are some things we need to do to maintain relationships, but having that support makes room for you to talk openly and honestly about your feelings. Um, It improves skills to cope with challenges, helps stay motivated or stick to plans, help you gain a sense of empowerment, control, or hope. Um, improves understanding of the challenge and your own experience with it. So there are support groups that I've seen around finances, people who are helping each other out in community, um, able to speak openly and honestly about their challenges and just working alongside people who are not judging them, who've either been in their shoes. Um, and so the, the last thing I have is that being in these groups, you can receive practical feedback and learn more options to get over your hurdle. So there are three things I want you to consider before we get out of here. Continuous learning, building relationships, and finding alternative paths to success. As we grow up and enter adulthood, it's common to fall into a routine and go with the flow. Making a conscious effort to become a lifelong learner can provide fresh and varied perspectives that will benefit you in all aspects of your life. Doing so can enhance your current situation and create opportunities for further personal growth. Let's talk about meaningful relationships. Developing meaningful relationships can help you achieve your goals more efficiently. So many of us are working much harder than we need to, and that can be discouraging. Every person you encounter has something valuable to offer, whether through their knowledge or observing how they manage their lives. I cannot tell you how I have had relationships with people And just being around them, like watching how they handle something, you know, like the check comes out and there's a discrepancy and watching people handle that, handle conflict, right? Watching people argue with their spouses or partners in a healthy way, watching how people move around the room. There was, um, I host, I host, used to host these retreats in Mexico. I hope to bring them back. I am going to bring them back, but we had, um, a handful of winners, people that we sponsor to come on this trip. And some of the feedback that I got from a young woman who had won the trip to this five-star, five-diamond resort in Mexico was that I didn't talk. I didn't get a chance to talk to her very much on that trip because I was working. But after the trip, I checked in with her just to see how everything went. And she said that the greatest part of that experience was watching my comfort at a five-star, five-diamond resort. Just watching how I interacted with everyone, the staff, other people there moving around. You know, I had been there before. And sometimes believing that you belong, uh, seeing someone that looks like you belonging is helpful. And so our relationships can also teach us about our strengths and weaknesses by acting as a reflection. Now let's talk about What I probably believe is the most important part of this podcast, finding alternative paths to your goal. Many of us are locked into an idea. Some of it's reality. A lot of it is fantasy about how things should look. If we were to get creative with the lens of how we view our lives, many of us already have some of the things we say we want in life. What if You can put those rose-colored glasses on when you look at your life in the way that you have maybe romanticized some of the other things in your life that ain't all that. Try on the rose-colored glasses. Get creative with the way that you look at your life. Something really helpful for me was studying people with non-traditional lives, non-traditional relationships, and non-traditional career paths. I remember when I was considering motherhood a decade ago, I went to a fertility clinic and the doctor told me that I had a very low chance of having children on my own and even lower chances of succeeding via IVF. My body doesn't respond well to IVF medication. And this was proven when I attempted egg freezing. I remember sitting in her office, very disappointed that there was a chance I wouldn't be able to become a mother if I wanted to. I felt like my option was taken away. But then she started talking me through all of the alternatives. I could use donor eggs. I could do an IUI. She went on and on adoption. And I remember saying to myself, maybe my path won't be traditional. Maybe I'll become a mother through a non-traditional lens. And I can share that with people and that there are various ways to reach this goal if it is one for you. I ended up having both of my children naturally, even after getting a second opinion confirming my less than 2% chance of conceiving naturally. Something that doctor reminded me of was that 2% is not zero. And so I want to remind you that you can have whatever you want in this life and hurdles are not barriers. You can do this. It is hard, but not impossible. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to rate it and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts that keeps the lights on. Until next time, guys.